0: Hey, Shepherd Family, this is Pastor Scott Seidler. I bring you grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I also wish you a Merry Christmas. We are still technically in the 12 days of Christmas. The 12 days of Christmas that go from December 25th, Christmas Day, to January 6th, which is known as the Feast of the Epiphany. It's those 12 days of Christmas that are memorialized in the famous Christmas song, The 12 Days of Christmas. And also, it's the 12 days of Christmas in which we consider the ways in which God has manifested himself physically in this world through our Lord Jesus Christ. The 12 days of Christmas, particularly the day of Epiphany on January 6th, is a remembrance of a certain event that is recorded for us in Matthew chapter 2. The event of the three wise men, allegedly three, but the wise men coming from the east following a star to the place where Jesus was to be found. Not the baby Jesus that was laying in a manger, but as we will listen into to Matthew chapter two, a now two-year-old Jesus who was still living in and around Nazareth with his parents, Mary and Joseph. This little toddler was learning what it meant to grow up in this world as a human being who had to learn how to walk, and talk and feed himself and ultimately make his way in his vocation as savior of the world to his cross to his empty tomb listen in now as i share some of those opening verses from matthew chapter 2 for you today jesus was born in bethlehem in judea during the reign of king herod about that time some wise men from eastern lands arrived in jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, For this is what the prophet wrote, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem, search carefully for the child, and when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. You know, as I listen into this story, I am first and foremost struck by the very thing that struck Herod and the leaders of this um, crazy mixed up world into which the Savior came. I'm struck by the fact that when this child was born, when that eastern star appeared, there was an earthquake, a trembling, as the Greek text says, that took them all over. They were agitated and upset. I'm struck by that because whenever the Lord Jesus Christ comes into contact with sinful humanity, There is always an earthquake, spiritually speaking, that takes place in my heart, in yours, in ours, in our world. When evil is confronted by the goodness of God, we know that evil cannot stand up to the light, to the judgment, to the awesome holiness which belongs to God himself. This little baby was hardly in the world for any time at all. And before he even was able to ride a bicycle, for goodness sakes, He was always and already creating seismic events wherever his name, his existence, was being mentioned. It's interesting that the people who were not agitated or excited um, in a negative way by this were those wise men, so-called, who came from the East. Instead, they were actually excited in the positive direction. They were hopeful, They found in this one someone who represented a broad embrace by God of this sinful human world. They came not just to represent as ambassadors those who were ruling out in other parts of this world. They came because by their coming, they bore witness that the heavens and the earth... Give glory to God in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. These wise men were probably less wise men. They were more like astrologers. And they were probably not just astrologers as you and I know, astronomers in our 21st century moment. They were probably a little wackadoodle in their culture of that time. They were ones who gazed at the stars, stayed up late into the night to just stare out into space and think about how all these heavenly celestial bodies were interconnected. They were kind of like horoscope writers of our day and time, except they had a little bit more stature um, and a little less um, judgment against them. As it goes, they came from the east, And when they came and found where the baby Jesus was laid, they did what was natural, what should be natural. Whenever we come into contact with God, we give him gifts. We acknowledge his presence by the way that we steward our time, our talent, our treasure. These astrologer wise men, they knew that this was an earth-shaking moment to the positive. Even if others saw this as an earth-shaking moment, to the negative. Here's my question for you today. How is this coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, how is it shaking your world? How is it changing your life? The hope of all of Scripture is that as Jesus comes into this world, we change our lives. We repent of our sin. We turn back to God. We trust that there is a vision of hope in our future and that there is a promised land on our horizon. That's really the question that you and I have to grapple with each and every day as we wake up as God's children. How are we going to wake up with the confidence that this earth-shaking, earthquaking Savior is really who he says he is, will accomplish what he sets out to accomplish, and will bring us with him to God's greater heavenly kingdom? As we start 2021, and as we actually push pause on the worship series we were going to begin with this week, uh, we're going to get to the Promised Land worship series next week. But as we take a pause point here and uh, this first weekend of 2021, it's an invitation to you and I for a reset. To put 2020 behind us and to ensure that as we enter into this 2021, that the earth-shaking and quaking that God intends to do with each of our lives for the betterment of our own souls and also the positive impact we make on the souls of others is front and center. Uh, It is the center of our attention. Jesus Christ came into this world at Christmas to forgive sins, to renew weary souls, to set us on a right path, and to restore us in our relationship with God. He gives us his Holy Spirit so that as we embark on this 2021 uh, journey that we're gonna go on, this adventure that God has set for us, we can do so with the confidence that God is the one who is walking with us shoulder to shoulder. He is the wind at our back. He is the light at the end of our 2020 tunnel that we have been trying to get past. My brothers and sisters, I welcome you to 2021. I welcome you to Epiphany. And I pray that as God manifested his son, Jesus Christ, into this world on Christmas Day so long ago, that he would also be bringing that Savior, Jesus, again and again into your life so that as we turn away from sin and turn into his calling and claim on us, we may walk in the newness of light. Shepherd family, this is Pastor Scott. I'm thrilled to lead you this year along with Pastor Allen and Pastor Jake. And as we wrap up today's message, would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you for grace. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for leading us past 2020. It's now in our rearview mirror. We leave it behind. We ask you, Heavenly Father, lead us forward into 2021 with joy, confidence, and a new spirit and energy to get back to normal and get after the mission of the gospel that you call us to. This we ask in Jesus' name, and all of God's people said, Amen.